0: Hi, I'm Stacey Hyde, and I'm back for another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 minutes or less. And today I would like to talk about a topic that has come up quite a bit recently. And the topic is 401k loans and withdrawals. And that's come up because I know a lot of people's budgets are stretched maybe when interest rates were low and we had COVID uh, money maybe we overspent a bit and now that things are quote unquote, more normal and we're really sort of having to deal with those credit card balances, the different payments that we may have taken on and we're trying to figure out how to get out from under that a little bit. So, you know, you may be looking at your 401k statement saying, well, that's a lot of money there. If I could get that money, I could pay off some of this other debt. And that may or may not be a good option. In most cases, I'd say it's probably not. I actually ran a calculation yesterday for somebody that was considering leaving their job, cashing out their 401k, and taking another job. And they had $150,000 in their 401k. That's a lot of money. They're relatively young, middle 30s and they were hoping to retire by age 60. So they've got another 25 years to work. So I ran some numbers looking at, they're subject to state income tax and they make in those low 100s, like around $125,000 a year. Well, if this person cashed out their 401k $150,000. They're going to be subject to the 10%. That's easy math. That's $15,000. But what they often lose track of is they're also going to owe income taxes on that whole amount. So that's going to add another 24% in federal taxes. If you live in the state of Mississippi, that's another 5%. Arkansas, it's another 4.7%. So essentially, that $150,000 shrunk down to $90,000. Well, what happens if they didn't cash it out? So they, they can get $90,000 in hand now. It pains me to think about all the taxes that they've lost forever. And they what that would be worth at age 60. So not even all the way to 65. That would be worth over $800,000 at a 7% rate of return. So we're not saying 10% or 12%, we're saying seven. So you can see, you can have $90,000 now, or you can have over 800,000 at age 60. Me, I'm taking that 800,000. And I know that when you're in your 30s, that can seem so, so far away. I, and my gippy knees can tell you, time comes very, very quickly. And you really, it's important to do, take these steps now. Is it hard to pay off that debt without taking withdrawal from your 401k? Oh, absolutely it is. One thing you may want to consider is, and be careful of the amount, is if your 401k allows a loan, you may want to take out a loan from your 401k. But make sure you look at that payment because that payment is gonna come out every week or twice a month whenever you get paid. And any money that you take out in a loan from your 401k is not gonna be invested, so it's not gonna get investment returns. And you're gonna be paying this back with after-tax dollars, paying interest back to yourself. So instead of the markets giving you interest, you're paying yourself interest. But if you've kind of gotten kind of caught in a credit card bomb or you've got some 12 months same as cash that if you don't pay it off here in the next couple of months, you're going to be hit with all this back interest, this may be a good short-term reason to take a, a smaller loan and pay it back very rapidly so that you get your 401k back where it is. Because I can tell you, if you stretch that payment over five years, it's it's really going to have a negative impact on your 401k when you retire because essentially people that take loans out of their 401k even if they repay them they wind up with about depending on how many they take and how often they take them anywhere from 20 percent less in retirement to 50 percent less so that can be the difference between having a million dollar 401k or an eight hundred thousand dollar 401k which is still pretty good but if it something that you just continually do, you never, you know, you pay off one, you take out another one, it could reduce it all the way down to $500,000. The other negative that happens is because you're having to make that 401k loan repayment, oftentimes people cannot then also afford to continue, continue to contribute. So they're losing out on matching contributions. So not just not putting their money in, and losing that, but they're also losing the free money from their employer since they're having to pay back this loan. So be very, very careful. We really don't like them a lot, but we see where they can be used strategically as a good option. So if you have dug yourself a hole and you're really struggling to get rid of the payments, look and see what you can sell you know, a lot of people have Poshmark sites, eBay still out there, sell some stuff, get rid of some stuff, um, and pay off those loans. Look at where you're spending money. We've done another podcast about where you're leaking money. See where you can cut because as you start to kind of gain back control of your finances, you'll feel so much better. But I just beg you to not cash out a large 401k and think, okay, I'm going to pay everything off. Because if you do that, what you've essentially done is you have made some bad decisions and really permanently made them horrible decisions. So you really want to try to avoid that if at all possible, because also you haven't learned the, the lesson and the discipline of how to structure your day-to-day life to do that, to really gain control of your finances and create those good habits so that it doesn't happen again. So it's a quick fix, but it's not really a fix. You have truly sacrificed your future financial self for something that feels good today. And if you're considering this, I would urge you to talk to people around you that may be retired early, that have, um, or those that are in that retirement age, in that early 60s age, that are telling you they'd love to retire, but they can't. Find out what they did. Find out the ones who are retired, what they did. I think you'll find out that the ones who would love to retire, but can't, did something similar to this early on, or they never saved at all, and they didn't work for an employer that contributed to their 401k. And then the folks that did, they just did it a little bit at a time, and those good habits really do compound. And you'll look back five, 10, 15, 20 years from now and be so glad that you set these habits. And if you've got kids, they're watching you if you've got some bad financial habits, a lot of times we learn those from our parents. If you've got good financial habits, you likely learn those from your parents. So talk about your mistakes with your kids and explain to them why it's important to put some money aside for a rainy day. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Stacy Hyde, and this has been another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less.